Welcome to More to Come, PW Comic World's weekly podcast on comics and graphic novel publishing. I'm Calvin Reed, Senior News Editor of Publishers Weekly and Editor of PW Comics World. I'm also Editor of The Fanatic, PW's twice-a-month comics and pop culture newsletter. Check us out online at publishersweekly.com slash comics. Okay, we're in the belly of the beast of New York Comic Con, and that would be Artist Alley. Uh, you could say it's on the lowest level of Hades, but, but, but actually it's not bad. It's cool. It's not like it was, uh, when it was at the, what's at the northern end, um, uh, in the, the old hutch situation. But, uh, never mind all that. I'm here with Mark Russell and Richard Pace, the co-creators of Second Coming. You may have heard about it. I think there's a little something in the news. Uh, it's being published by Ahoy Comics, although it didn't start out that way. Anyway, Mark and Richard, uh, thank you for being on More to Come. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, and also Stuart Moore is here. Um, you're, now I always get your, you're an editor at uh, Ahoy Comics, no, but that's really... The, that's the only thing I don't do. That's what he, okay, well, okay. I'm a, I'm a writer with a couple of books, and uh, and I do publishing operations. Yeah, okay, there you go. I guess. So I, I've mangled your position multiple times, so I, I apologize yet again for I doing. I get confused myself. Okay, very good. All right, but we're, we're going to talk to all three, but we're going to get started here, really talking about um, uh, about Second Coming. Uh, look, why don't you? I've read Mark's work um, at Flintstones. Uh, really funny. I mean, you really took. I mean, I'm, I'm 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 in my sixties. I I saw the Flintstones the first time around. Uh, what you guys did with it at, uh, I guess this was under Mad, uh, or was it? Well, Vertigo. It was, uh, DC. Was they, D- yeah, okay. They, they, they took on the Hanna, they did a bunch of the uh, Hanna yes. Barbera cartoons as comics. Yes, and, uh, and among a number of them, and I thought the Flintstones really stood out for, well, thank you. for uh, giving it a really contemporary frame, uh, and kind of bringing the characters to life in a whole new era. Well, I wanted to talk about, like, the beginning of human civilization and where it all went wrong. <laughs> Yes, okay, yes. And, <laughs> I, I yeah. kind of blamed all our problems on bedrock. There you go. Why not? Um, oh, you can see all the signs of materialism and consumerism that uh, we right. suffer from today. Uh, but Second Coming is a is a different animal um, in some ways. Um, I mean, I did sort of read it as, uh, you know, the Bible according to Mad Magazine a little bit. Um, I kept looking for Mort Drucker's name, but uh, instead of Richard Pace. But nevertheless, uh, you're a really good stand-in. It's very funny. Um, uh, tell us the background on it, uh, because it started at one publisher, and now, of course, it's at another. Yeah, it's we started out of Vertigo, and the idea was that it's going to be a comic book that examines sort of the, the problems that, won't, that you can't talk about in comic books. That, you know, most superhero comics are predicated upon one simple assumption, which is that every problem can be solved with a good beating. <laughs> you know? that... And it's not really true. Yeah, for the most part, no, yeah. In fact, very few <laughs> of human problems can be solved by, you know, drop-kicking somebody. Yeah. So I want to do a comic that sort of re-examined the solutions to the human problem in the 21st century. And so it, I brought in Jesus to sort of represent human empathy and compassion as uh, as a possible solution yeah. for the uh, for the the impending extinction for the human race uh, I mean the only problem with that is that uh, at least the father would that would be God um, yeah. he kind of sees him as a loser yeah I think because <laughs> he's the one that sort of started this assumption that the world is really about uh, kicking ass first and best 
<laughs> and that, uh, you know, you, you are, um, it, your moral superiority comes from your power. Yeah. That, it's like the only reason anybody, like, looks up to a superhero is not because they're, you know, better than, you know, the neighbor or mm-hmm. their, their, their Sunday school teacher or whatever. They look up to them because they could turn invisible. Yeah. Or because they can fly. Yeah. But, and they know, can kick you, it, kick your ass. <laughs> and I think that's the moral authority that, you know, God sort of exercises in the Old Testament. It's like, well, you, you should do what I say because if not, I can strike you with lightning. Yeah, or you know, yeah. I, I or I drown the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there's uh, also that, yeah, that, this is Richard. Yeah, Ten Commandments. Said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Mm. It's like it's an acknowledgement. There's other ones, but they suck. Yeah, <laughs> so, and, I, and I think that in, in this, the version of this comic, Christ's mission is to come to Earth to say, "Well, no, you know, God tried to fix the world's problems with revenge and you know, law, and it obviously didn't work. Yeah. So let me let me try something else." Um, so, I mean, this seems like a kind of a sensible look at, you know, uh, the Christian doctrine, uh, you know, the, it's it, a, a way to look at religion in a reasonable and thoughtful way. But I, I guess that's not how some members of the public took your no, book they, it, it, or your it, publisher for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, there was a bit of a controversy. Yeah. Um, Maybe you want to tell us about it. Yeah. They, they, they may know, but it's more interesting hearing it from right. you. Right. So, yeah. When it, <laughs> And it actually was announced and people were fine with it for a while, but then for whatever reason, Slow News Day, uh, Fox News picked it up and ran yeah. on their website. And that kicked off this whole firestorm of controversy. Yeah. There was a petition to get DC to drop it and it generated like 500,000 signatures, each one of which in turn auto-generated an email, an angry email that went directly to our publisher's <laughs> inbox. Uh, which okay. I, I think he's still cleaning him out of his inbox. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, and, and so, I, I, and I think there was also some executive leadership change at DC. So they're like, yeah, remind me why we're doing this comic book about Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it just kind of became apparent that it was in both people's interest, both our interests and theirs. Yeah. We went somewhere else. And luckily, you know, Ahoy is a company that is like new and, and willing to tell sort of these daring, edgy stories that... <laughs> Other Especially if they've from. got a few laughs in them, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think that, and tragically, the the sort of controversy was all predicated on people who by people who hadn't read the comic. You know, it was yeah, people who it, had that kind of no, works a lot in these no times. No right to have an opinion about the comic, speaking out about it. Yeah, and really, it's only in. in um, for me, I, I don't like to have to defend my work. I like to mm. think of my work as the defense of the work. Mm. So when the comic came out, I was very gratified that these people are suddenly going to be exposed as idiots because people can now read it for themselves and realize that none of the things they were saying about the comic were true. But it's actually a very pro-Christ and very sort of... It's not like a smash and grab. It's not like we throw a brick through a church window and ran away. (laughs) We actually are are building a very humane message with with some very well researched opinions yeah. on, on Christianity and the role of religion. And I'm going to get back to that. I want to give, give let Richard talk a little bit. I'm kind of curious. I mean, look, it's also a funny book. It's yeah. comical. Uh, you have, I mean, your writing does that, but obviously you got a big part uh, of that too. Uh, I, I, I do kind of love the portal that Jesus tends to use to get back and forth to Earth. That's yeah. kind of interesting, you know, kind of quasi-Star tricky there. Um, but yeah, wh- how did you approach it? I mean, obviously this is a, a satirical work with, with serious intent, but... Uh, well, uh, the, the key element when you're an artist telling a story is you have to 
understand what the writer wants to mm. do. And I feel right off the bat with that, that script, I, I got a sense of what Mark was trying to do. Yeah. Which, which put me in the right frame of mind to approach it. And then at some points, there's got to be some sort of conversion between what his idea is and how I can execute it visually. Mm-hmm. So the portal was, it was a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. And then, then I have to go, okay, what's the hole in the ground going to look <laughs> like in heaven? And then I, I literally went through, okay, what, what, I, I, there's a bit of time bandits, a little bit of Star Trek. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just anything that looks a little, okay, heaven hasn't looked like this before. Yeah. So I got to try. No, no, it, it, it works well. Well, um, I mean, well, you do, I mean, I mean, guy does come off in this thing as being kind of annoying, uh, annoyed and annoying. Um, uh, he does, he does go through something of a journey though. I think mm-hmm. if you stick I've with I've only the, seen read the first issue. Yeah, if yeah. you stick with the, the, the six, his, his perspective makes a lot more sense. I see. And he's not just some, you know, jerky dad. Yeah. He's a guy who. Though he seems like that in the first issue. Yeah. Not, just clarify, he's not just a jerky dad. Well, clearly not. No, no, he is like the jerky dad. He's actually very worried. <laughs> For the the safety of his son, as yes, we would yeah. all be, you know. And, and in fact, um, I mean, his plan for his son is actually to toughen him up a little. Yeah. That with he's, a roommate, he's really not that much different than most of our dads. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but maybe you can go on a little bit because he, he he's looking for a roommate for him, and uh, this roommate is sort of godlike. Yeah. Uh, but actually, sort of feels inadequate. Well, the God of the Old Testament feels much more like a superhero than, like, yeah. uh, the, the God of the Christian religion. Mm-hmm, yeah. And superheroes, I think, have been kind of modeled upon this idea that if you just had enough power, you could solve all the world's problems <laughs> by, by fiat. Yes. And so it really becomes an examination of not only religion, but of, more generally speaking, of, of power. Yeah. And how power is appropriately applied and the problems it can't solve. Now, I think some of the objections to this also, uh, I guess, came from the roommate, uh, the superhero. I mean, from yeah. fans, because some people seem to think, you know, it resembles Superman. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a very Superman-like yes. character. Yeah, yeah. He's got the same yeah. powers. What's his Sunstar. Yeah. Or, yeah. Sunstar, because he gets his power from the yellow sun. I don't know where if anyone's ever heard of it. That's a really That's original a, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I don't know where I got that idea. <laughs> he's an alien. Too. And he's a, yes, yeah. he's an alien too. Uh, so, so yeah, there, you read into that what you will. There's I a mean, little I'm bit not of sure why there. anyone would put yeah. the two and two together. And it may be the last sun of this planet. No, really. Yeah, you know, I'm not really, uh, yeah, selling that character. This could be a franchise event. Yeah. But, but yeah, I wanted him to, both, in the same way that Christ is the template for the Christian religion and the Christian faith, mm-hmm. I wanted to pair him up with a character who's also the template of like the age of superheroes yeah. and the ideology of like physical force as the ultimate solution to our, our problems. So, uh, well, one of the, well, you, it, it is an uh, it's an interesting and amusing ride. Uh, you certainly so so sort of update some of the uh, the crimes that uh, Sunstar has to uh, deal with. Yeah, I noticed Monster Ball, intellectual, <laughs> yeah, theft, property yeah, theft. Yeah, I mean this is stuff. <laughs> you know, they weren't. This wasn't in the comic books I used to read when I was a kid. It's so the kind of guy you found out if you were stealing cable, you might incinerate. Yeah, there you your, go. <laughs> the wall to your you know, there's, TV room. Yeah. Your, so, your rumpus uh, room would be destroyed. Uh, <laughs> Well, um, uh, I, I'm going to get. I want to ask Stuart a few questions, but uh, the book really does. As uh, as I was reading toward the end, I said, "Well, you know, I, I assumed it was a satirical work, and 
uh, I was expected to laugh and, you know, and, uh, but I see at the end of it that he actually, actually expects me to think. So I was a little annoyed with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cause, uh, you know, that, that was unexpected. Well, luckily thinking is always optional. Okay. <laughs> as, as we've discovered with the, uh, well, that depends, because if you read the essay at the end, you're kind of forced into the issue of actually reflecting well, good. on your beliefs. My, I don't know if, you know, give me a break while I'm trying to read a comic book. I'm glad you felt that way. Okay. Yes, glad so, you felt glad so you felt forced. Pain. Yeah, I said, no, it was. You know, the gears cranked. It was tough after a couple of days at Comic-Con to do that thinking thing, but it, I, I was forced into it. So, But, Stuart... Tell us a little bit more about Ahoy Comics. I mean, actually, you've told me about Ahoy Comics many times, but this is the first time for our listening, our podcast audience. Yeah, Ahoy, um, it's a new-ish company. It's been uh, publishing for a little over a year now. Um, the first book was called The Wrong Earth. It's now a collected edition. And, Which is uh, very funny. It, yes, I, I I like that book as well. Excellent. So Thank you. That, uh, that's There's another volume is, coming, or is it out? Yes, there is, but uh, it'll be a little while. The artist has some other commitments. You know, so, comic yeah. book publishers always say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. It's, so it's going to be a while, but never well, One of the things we're trying to do is all the books are, um, are published in four to six issue seasons, as we call them, and then we want them to come back. But we don't want to solicit before we're ready. Sure. So uh, we want to we want to make sure to bank issues, and we our sure. publisher's been very good about that, yeah. about giving us that freedom. Um, but we do have a bunch of books coming out uh, that are collections of some of the first and second wave mm-hmm. titles, and the Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Terror will be out uh, okay. August uh, October fifteenth. Sorry, correct. I'm detecting a certain uh, sense of humor and yeah. irreverence uh, through all of these titles. Yeah. And is that part of your business model? Absolutely. <laughs> to make people chuckle all the time? Absolutely, okay. yes. Every right. book has to have a strong element of humor. Um, Tom Pyre, our editor-in-chief, says, uh, just look around at the world. Couldn't you use a laugh? Like that's, <laughs> Almost that's 24 hours a day. Yes, yes, I need them. Uh, maybe you're writing some of the titles, so you yes. maybe want to mention some of those, too? Yeah, I've got uh, my book, Bronze Age Boogie, uh, which uh, recently concluded in uh, serial form, uh, volume one. Uh, will be out in trade paperback in uh, mid-November, um, and that's a—it's about a teenage uh, barbarian swords girl who uh, winds up fighting Martians. In 1975 and 1975 uh, BC. Okay, so it's a mashup of uh, how many genres can you put into this? How many can you get? They're all 1970s comics and exploitation movie genres. Uh, Okay, basically, there's a kung fu character. There are talking apes. There's all kinds of things. I I can. I'm sure the fans can't wait. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, my other series is called Captain Ginger, and that's a that's about a starship crewed by cats. And volume one of that is out now. Volume two starts in February. All right. Well, you see I have a Black Sad t-shirt on here. Yes, so, you yes. Know, you I never need know. to catch up on Black Sad. You I, know, it's very uh, cool. And I don't even like cats, but it's a great <laughs> it's a great uh, noir crime pulp series. Yeah. Um, uh, well, look, um, uh, you are actually, you know, yeah, I had Stuart on our panel uh, for new uh, publishers. Uh, we seem to be in a really interesting time in the comics business right now where there is a flurry of new businesses and new new business models and approaches to publishing in comics. But I think this is a pretty solid one. Um, really quality material that makes people laugh well. and apparently <laughs> think. Not bad. I hope that's a business model. It's at least, a, it's at least an approach. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, look, uh, I can't wait. To, oh, would you like to? Yeah. Well, there's one thing. You're talking about the seasons for the primary mm-hmm. line of Ahoy Comics. We're, we're a little different than that. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to be ongoing in a sense. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to finish an arc, take a little break, put up the trade paperback, and then continue the series. Cool. Okay. So it's um, while a lot of Ahoy books take long breaks and relaunch, 
we're just going to continue going with little hiccups. Okay, great. All right. Uh, well, look, I, I've only read the first issue. I'm looking forward to the second one. Um, once I got again, it, it's good. Okay, great. Well, I'll go over and get one. Laughing and thinking all the way. Uh, look, <laughs> uh, thank you all for being on More to Come. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you for having me.